Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Holy Moses, folks. I've got some updates for you on this NSA, Tucker Carlson, traffic shaping Traffic shaping scandal. What the hell's traffic shaping? Um, stay tuned. Been doing some homework on that. Fascinating how the NSA may be getting around domestic spying rules to spy on you. Really, really weird how nobody's talking about that. Got a hero of the week. Really fantastic. I've got a, I mean, a clip that's going to blow your mind. This is how you handle the media. I've also got Sky News strikes again about the panic porn over the Delta variant. We're all supposed to be terrified now of the Delta variant. God forbid we leave our house. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Thousands of my listeners have secured their internet with a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Secure yours today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Uh, let's get right to it. Before we do, producer Joe, I know I do it sometimes before, sometimes after the spot. But if you wouldn't mind in uh, your worst 1960s game show voice. Traditional Friday opening, please, fine, sir. It's Friday! <laughs> All right. Always good to hear. Yeah, that was Joe's very excited today. Uh, me yes. too. Uh, nice uh, summer weekend coming up. It's been a long day. Thanks to everyone who watched me fill in for Hannity last night. And uh, please stay tuned. Uh, you know, it's tune into my show this weekend. I'll get to that in a second as well. I've got a big surprise on this weekend show on Fox News. Listen, it, it, we all take risks every day when we go online, right? Whether you think about it or not. We think our connection, you know, won't be interrupted by hackers. We think nobody's watching us. As a, I didn't even intend this segue from the NSA story. People are watching you. They just are online. Don't get on the internet without a VPN. Don't do it. It's like driving without car insurance. Don't do it. Don't take the risk. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, cafes, hotels, delis, whatever it may be, libraries, a hacker can access the same network, get your personal data, Take a look at what you're looking at. Who wants that? It, listen, it doesn't even take a lot of technical knowledge to do it. Just some cheap hardware. A 12-year-old can do it. Folks, then they take, get your stuff, these hackers, if you go on these, uh, these uh, unencrypted uh, networks, and then they sell it. ExpressVPN is like online insurance. We use it for everything here. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the Internet so hackers can't steal your personal data. It'd take a hacker with a supercomputer a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. It was a great article about ExpressVPN the other day, how it's doing a good job keeping the Chinese Communist Party out. And ExpressVPN is simple to use on all your devices. Just fire up the app, click one button, and get protected. Secure your online data today. Don't wait anymore. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, and you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. Here we go, baby. All right, there you go. Joe burned out on the uh, Friday thing. He doesn't have a lot of energy for the let's go, baby, today. Joe's, he really, that was it. Joe burned his whole gas tank on that one. It was a big Friday opening today. So, uh, listen, the show this weekend on Fox News, I'm super excited about it. Uh, we got a tremendous guest lineup, the best one yet. Unfiltered Fox News Channel, Saturday night, tomorrow. 
10 p.m. We've got Don Jr. The president of the United States can't answer basic questions about domestic issues. I have a feeling America's not back with this moron in charge. Not only that, thank you, Guy, for that fine little package there. I've also got the, I'm telling you, this guy is going to be a rock star. I'm telling you now, if you haven't heard his name, you should. He was a guest on my first show, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson from North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, remember the name. He's back this week, and I've got a killer debate with a liberal. I think you're really, really going to like about defunding the police. Don't miss the show. All right. Folks, is traffic shaping scandals blowing up? What is traffic shaping? Well, Sebastian Gorka sent me a text of an appearance he did on Newsmax. I covered it yesterday. I rarely play clips twice, but this is super important, folks. This is kind of like a big deal, Ron Burgundy style. In light of what Tucker Carlson's been claiming on his program, that he has, in fact, been spied on by the NSA, Sebastian Gorka went on Newsmax and just dropped the bombshell the other day. Again, how it hasn't been picked up by people, I don't know. I'm going to play just the second portion of it yesterday where he says he was spied on, Steve Bannon and others, while he was at the White House, Gorka. And the way the NSA did it was using this thing called traffic shaping, and he explains how it's done. I did a little homework on this. Someone turned me on to an article. It's fascinating, but I want you to listen to Gorka first. I don't, again, I don't play clips twice often, but this one's important. Check this out. The methods they used are absolutely unconstitutional. There's a, a dodge they worked out called traffic shaping, where they, whereby they know that they're not allowed to spy on U.S. Uh, persons in the United States, but they know that Internet communications are absolutely global. So the NSA uses its capacity to shape Internet traffic to move the nodes of connection. So instead of my email going from Washington, D.C. to New York, they route it through Malaysia and they say, oh, look, that's a foreign communication. Therefore, we can intercept it. So with traffic shaping, they break the constitutional restrictions on the NSA and they spy on people for political purposes. Uh, as to proof, um, a very, very highly respected journalist has, uh, has the evidence and she promised me that she will... Uh, publicly uh, disclose her sources. So when she does that, uh, we'll have something to refer to. I mean, listen, I played it yesterday. I'm playing it today. How this isn't a front page story. I'm really unsure. I'm unclear. You have a former member of the Trump White House. Again, you don't have to like him. I do. You don't have to. It doesn't require you to like him. He's a credible guy suggesting that a source working with a mainstream media source, and I know who that source is, that that source told him he was spied on using this technique called tra traffic shaping. A friend of mine, let's just say, turned me on to this piece about traffic shaping. This should be tattooed on your skull, folks. Traffic shaping? You know, the NSA is not legally allowed to spy on American citizens and their emails. They can vacuum up, however, email traffic overseas from foreign sources, which I don't think is a bad thing. They're not U.S. citizens. We have no obligation to not spy on foreign countries. They spy on us. But I am an absolute, an absolutist of the highest order when it comes to constitutional protections, Fourth Amendment protections against search and seizure for your traffic. That's why I don't like the Patriot Act, never did. And I'm really starting to question what the hell is going on with our NSA. 
This is an article from 2017. Folks, it'll be in my newsletter today. Please read it. It's in my bongino.com slash newsletter. If you don't want to sign up for my newsletter, totally get it. Just go right to this article and read it. The clicks aren't important to me. What's important to me is that you read this. Sent to me by a friend. It's an older piece from the Century Foundation, and it probably explains best what traffic shaping is. It's by Sharon Goldberg. It says, surveillance without borders, the traffic shaping loophole and why it matters. There's a lot of articles out there. I don't know this woman, don't know her politics. I don't care. But explains it quite well how the NSA is getting around this constitutional ban on spying on American citizens to potentially spy on you. And that's why I'm not willing to throw out the Tucker Carlson piece where he says he's being spied on by the NSA. And I'm certainly not willing to discard what Sebastian Gorka just said. Like the media, like, oh, just ignore them. They're too crazies. Really? You know, Spygate sounded crazy at one point, too, until it turned out to be real. Here, quote from this piece, this report, they're talking about a report that was done on this, describes a novel and more disturbing set of risks. As a technical matter, the NSA does not have to wait for domestic communications to naturally turn up overseas, abroad. In fact, the NSA has technical methods that can be used to deliberately reroute Internet communications. Listen to this kicker. The NSA uses the term traffic shaping to describe any technical means to deliberately reroute internet traffic to a location that is better suited operationally to surveillance. Since it's hard to intercept Yemen's international communications from inside Yemen itself, the agency might try to shape the traffic so it, so it passes through communication cables located on friendlier territory. Think of it as diverting part of a river to a location from which it's easier or more legal to catch a fish. Folks, again, how is this not a front page story? We know the technique exists. Gorka is now alleging that a major reporter, I mean, I know who it is, this is a serious person, is about to break a story about traffic shaping being used not to target Yemen or fish in Yemen, but to target U.S. citizens on U.S. soil by diverting their traffic overseas where they can, air quotes, legally Hoover it up, vacuum it up, and use it later on. Folks, I can't emphasize to you enough that the key distinguishing component, I named three of them yesterday, but the most important component of a free constitutional republic in contrast to a socialist totalitarian regime where you have no big R God-given rights, the key distinction, don't ever forget this, is the hardline distinction between the private and public self. In a truly free constitutional republic, like we're supposed to have, you are supposed to be free in your private self to communicate, to live your life, to engage in activities, to provide services, to work. You are free to do that without government interference. You have a bill of rights that protects you. The government can interfere and take your liberty, but conditions have to be met. They have to provide some kind of a warrant. That shows probable cause that you committed a crime and infringed on the private civil liberties of others. If the government is allowed to invade the private self and read Sebastian Gorka's emails, Steve Bannon's emails, or Tucker Carlson's emails, with no warrant, no evidence of probable cause whatsoever, folks, there is zero distinction between us and a totalitarian regime. There's no difference. The public-private distinction is what matters. That's it. That is the most important thing. 
This is a big story, and we're not going to let it go. And my sources are telling me, don't discard it. I can't, with 100% certainty, tell you Tucker Carlson's story is true. I can, however, tell you that the evidence he's provided, the reading of his own emails, which he has not personally disclosed, indicates that somebody's lying, either Tucker Carlson or the NSA. And if I'm a betting man, I'm betting it's the NSA. All right, it's Friday, so I do have a loaded news show today. I don't want to leave anything on the table. want to move on to another story that's important. Folks, uh, you know, the identity politics racial warfare game that liberals are imposing upon this country and is destroying us and ripping us apart piece by piece is doing real damage. And I want you to be aware of this because it's very important. I'll get through this story quick because I've got a lot of other stuff to get to, but it's important. I saw it in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. They are using this disparate impact thing to pollute and corrupt our society. Disparate impact means this. And pay very close attention to the term. Along with traffic shaping, I want you to add this to your vocabulary. Because the left is having a very difficult time showing overt instances of racism. Remember the juicy small A thing? The uh, was the NASCAR driver, Bubba Wallace, with the noose that was a garage pull. They can't find this stuff anymore. It's becoming increasingly difficult. You know why? Because we're a really good country, full of good people. And people want to love each other for who they are and care about each other because of their character. There are very few instances, they're not zero, but thankfully very few instances of overt racism. But because the left needs, needs, I'm writing this down so I don't forget, needs that narrative, the racism narrative to divide us because they profit off the division. Remember, it's by the left telling you Republicans hate you. That's their sole agenda. Look, Republicans hate you because they're racist. Well, protect you. They don't run on their issues. They run on that. They need division to do that. That's their coin of the realm. Well, there is very little division in the United States right now. So the left has to create it. So when they can't prove racism, they use this term. Remember it? Just with traffic shaping, add this to your vocabulary, disparate impact. What does that mean? Well, because they can't prove racism, what they do is they go to, say, a suburb somewhere. And they say, ah, in this suburb, we have... Seven Cuban families, 70 white families, five Puerto Rican families, and say three black families. And the population of the United States is, I don't know, whatever, 7% black, uh, you know, 2% Cuban. So because this doesn't fit the general population breakdown of the United States, there's clearly racism. Yet the weird thing is, if you go and knock on every door in that community... And you speak to people and you say, hey, is you have any instances of, were you discriminated against when you bought this house? Do you feel like the black families, the Puerto Rican families, the Cuban families, the white families all tell you no. So it's strange. There's no actual complaints of racism in the community. Yet because it doesn't marry up with the national population breakdown, the left says what? It's definitely racism because it's had a disparate impact on black families that could have moved there. So then it's really weird because even if you put out a survey saying, were you prevented from moving to this community because you were black? It's weird. They don't get any answers to the survey because they can't find any. This disparate impact is being used to destroy the country. I'm going to tie it to two stories in a minute. First, here, it's happening again now in science. Great, great piece by Heather McDonald. Brilliant, brilliant writer. It's in the Wall Street Journal. The National Institutes of Health, now we're polluting science to... Their diversity obsession subverts science. 
A project to understand the brain becomes a futile effort to make up for educational disparities. They're using disparate impact here again. So the National Institutes of Health now wants to determine who gets a grant based on your race. Not that you actually know anything. You know, Armacost may have some breakthrough for Alzheimer's. He needs a grant. But like, wait, is he black? Not, he not getting it. Guy may have a breakthrough for cancer. And like, Guy, wait, is Guy Puerto Rican? Guy's not Puerto Rican, doesn't fit the breakdown. He doesn't get the grant. I'm not kidding. This is actually happening. And here's the crazy thing. The NIH is now distributing your taxpayer grant money based on allegations of racism. But here's the weird thing. The grant applicants have never have to never had to put their race down on the paper. So how the hell were they discriminated against if nobody knows what their race is? From the piece to Dr. Collins, who runs the NIH and his academic peers, these disparities, remember disparate impact, are virtually irrefutable evidence of discrimination. Though grant reviewers don't see an applicant's race for a grant. But the use of population data as a benchmark for assessing institutional racism ignores racial disparities in academic skills, achievement, and study practices that the NIH didn't cause and couldn't possibly do anything to remedy. You get what they're doing here? Grant applicants don't even include their race on the grant. And the NIH is being like, no, no, you denied them because it's racist. How? We don't even know what race they are, you idiots. But they're using this disparate impact thing. Because a percentage of grant applicants aren't black or Cuban or Puerto Rican or whatever. Why does this matter? It's going to play into defund the police and this other story right here in a minute, which I'm going to address on my Saturday night show on Fox with the liberal I debate, Jamu Green, I promise you. Well, AFFH is back. What's that? Just a news article. Be in the show notes. Read it. Biden's plan to eliminate suburb-friendly zoning might land in Democrats' budget bill. Go to the screenshot quick. I want to tie this all together for you before I move on with a hilarious clip of what happened in Times Square. This AFFH, Joe Biden wants to make grants, government, federal, taxpayer-funded grants, conditioned on the fact that you put projects in Section 8 housing in your suburbs. That's it. It's summed up. Now, I'll give you the more uh, eloquent portion here. Here from Just the News, it says, portion of Biden's $2.3 trillion American jobs plan offers grants to cities that take, quote, concrete steps to end exclusionary zoning for single-family homes. They want to get rid of minimum lot sizes, parking requirements, and prohibitions on multifamily housing. Let me sum this up for you, why this matters, and how it relates to the NIH story, though most of you are putting two together, and how it, two and two together, and how it relates to defund the police. Biden wants to destroy your suburbs. Why? He wants you to build projects in Section 8 housing in the suburbs. Okay, great. Why? Because the Democrats for years have congregated in cities and have thrown away a lot of votes. They win races in cities for Congress and elsewhere, 90 to 10. You may say, Dan, what's the problem? Democrats should love winning 90 to 10. They don't. They hate it. Because you wasted 40 votes. You only need 51% to win. You don't need 90. So the Democrats want those people out of the cities into the suburbs where they're losing elections to Republicans by one or two points. You get it? Guys, does this make sense? Oh, Everyone? Yeah. He had yeah, Joe. They don't, they're wasting votes. Everything is about power to Democrats. That's why they hate the suburbs. So Biden wants to make federal grant money 
to states and suburbs, your money you gave to the government, conditional on you putting projects in the suburbs and moving the city population into the suburbs. What are they basing it on? Just like the NIH, disparate impact. Ladies and gentlemen, it is illegal to discriminate based on race and housing, period. You do it and you're caught, you're in big trouble, and you should be. The problem is black and Hispanic families move where they want to move. Some don't want to move to certain neighborhoods. Some want to move to other neighborhoods. Neighborhood I live in, we had my block, if my old house, the guy in the corner of the cul-de-sac was black. My neighbor was Cuban. The neighbor across the street is Mexican. I'm not making it up. I'm just telling you a fact. Why did they move there? I don't know. I don't talk to too many people. I have no idea. It's already illegal to discriminate. So they're going to get the numbers for these neighborhoods and say, you don't have enough Puerto Rican residents. You're not getting federal grant money. Wait, 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 the gavel. I thought that was defunding the police. Didn't the liberals just make an argument to us over a period of two weeks that because Republicans didn't want to fund Joe Biden's ridiculous stimulus bill that doesn't mention the police at all, as I argued with Leslie Marshall last night, they argued that not signing that bill was defunding the police because some of the money could have made it to municipalities and suburbs. So if that's defunding the police, how is making money to the suburbs and municipalities conditional on you building projects? And if you don't, they take the money away. How isn't that defunding the police? I know liberals' heads are spinning. The foam out of the mouth is coming out right now. I know you're clawing at your faces because you realize, holy, he has a point. We can't say Republicans are defunding the police because they're pulling money out of the suburbs. Why, we're right now in Biden's family plan, lit legit threatening to, to pull real money out of the suburbs if you don't build projects. The face clawing is happening right now because they, don't re they realize now they're caught. All right, we're going to move on. I got a lot more clues, including a hilarious video coming up next, showing you how liberalism is entirely a bumper sticker. Let me get to my second sponsor, Helix. You know, I had a long day yesterday and filling for Hannity, had to do my show, the radio show, but uh, I slept like a baby last night. That's why I'm all fired up this morning. Helix Sleep, I have a mattress from them. They have a quiz. It takes just two minutes to complete. It matches you and your body type to sleep, sleep preferences for you. You a side sleeper, you a back sleeper. I have this shoulder issue. You just go online, you take their two-minute quiz, and you get a mattress made for you. You don't have to go to a mattress store. You don't have to waste any time. I took the Helix quiz. I was matched with a Midnight Lux mattress because I needed something that felt a little firm. It helps me a lot. I don't like too much gooey mattress stuff. But you a plus-size sleeper, they have one for you. You sleep hot like I do, they have a mattress for you too. Why would you go to a mattress store and buy, you know, go for some pre-selected thing that doesn't even fit you? Just take their quiz. Been awesome getting the emails and feedback from you all who love your Helix mattress. I know I do. Comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't need to go to a mattress store. There's a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights, risk-free. If you don't like it, they'll pick it up for you. That's how confident they are in this product. Helix was awarded the number one, not number two, not number three, number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for military, first responders, teachers, and students. Get rid of your old mattress today. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. 
How do you get this deal? Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. That's H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Dan. Go today. All right. Uh, this video is quite hilarious. Uh, it's about 15 seconds. I just need a little bit of a comic relief moment on, on Fridays here. And we do have a hero of the day. Gee, make sure we get to that. Hero of the week, actually, because we haven't done a hero of the day, because it's important. The great Vernon Jones. But this video makes me laugh. So as a reporter up in New York, she's given a uh, little on-site hit there live, and she's in Times Square. If you're watching on Rumble, you'll probably get this right away. If you're listening on audio, I'll explain afterwards. She's giving this hit about how Mayor de Blasio up in New York City is putting out this edict that we got to save energy, man. It's really hot in New York. The grid is strained. But I, I'd like you to pay special close attention to the background of this shot. <laughs> Check this out. While Maurice and Jessica, Con Edison crews are all hands on deck tonight trying to restore power as quickly as possible. But City Hall and Con Ed are pleading with people to lower their AC and not use appliances like dishwashers and microwaves to avoid even bigger outages. Ladies and gentlemen, please, if there was ever a day for you to go to my Rumble account, it's free. Joe, did you get, you get it? You get, yeah. did you, did you catch that? You know, Please go to my Rumble account, rumble.com slash Pagino. Joe, what did you catch in the background there? Is it, in the case <laughs> that of the dude? Wait. <laughs> the dude walking across the back there? That's, no, no, it's not no. the dude. It's the, you, oh, you totally, Gee, what do you think? What about it? Yes! Joe, you missed it. Gee, got it. Oh. It's the, she's, Gee, play it again, please. Folks, She's talking about the mayor saying how we need to save energy. Joe, look at the background. Play it again. <laughs> right. All right. All right. You got it? All right. Got it. Folks, she's in Times Square. There's like 57 billboards running 4 million LED bulbs on each one. And it's like, really, bro? You're giving a lecture. I'm not blaming the media. It's not her fault. But did anyone in the newsroom, Joe, you've been in the media business, Key. did anyone in the newsroom be like, hey, folks, the, the background here looks kind of dumb. We're telling people to save energy in Times Square, where we just probably burned through <laughs> the entire, you know, northwestern basin and oil just lighting up Times Square for that one shot. <laughs> Man, like who? It reminds me of a quick story. I, I don't like to do a lot of personal stories, but this was funny. Hey, when you do this a lot, you have to pay close attention to your surroundings. When I was a brand new agent on the on President Bush's detail, uh, you know, you go to the security, presidential security side after doing criminal work for a while. I'm new. And George W. Bush was stopping at a, a site. You know, he had an alcohol problem earlier in his, in his life. He talks about it. It's not a state secret. It's an open thing. And imagery mattered. So we were going to do some meet and greet. And it was in a restaurant. And I'll never forget the staffer I'm walking through with. I'm like, yeah, let's do the shot here because... There was no windows in this one portion. It was just safer. You know, you don't want someone to shoot through a window. You're doing the security. The staffer would not do this shot no matter what. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> why won't she wouldn't say? I'm like, why won't she let me take, put him here? Like, stand right here. Well, after about, I don't know, a few hours of negotiating this thing, the staffer says to me, all right, all right, listen. So we'll just stop our, she didn't want to argue about it anymore. She's like, we're not doing the shot there. Forget it. Find a different spot. She's like, the background is the bar portion with all the alcohol in the background. And, you know, he used to drink when he was younger. He doesn't anymore. And it, he didn't say it. The staffer did. He probably wouldn't have cared any less. I mean, no big deal. He doesn't drink. 
But the staff was like, I don't like the imagery in the background. And I said, all right, you know, I totally get it. And she was very smart, very savvy. Like she knew what she was doing. I just go to Sherry, like you're in the news business. Folks, mm -hmm. I really think, uh, you know, we should pay heed to the mayor, save some energy. But really, they just burned out the entire Texas oil supply, <laughs> lighting up that one shot in the background of Times Square. And like nobody in the newsroom ever thought like, does this look kind of stupid? I covered it on Hannity last night. I wanted to make sure I got to it again. What is it called? Is that what that is? Okay, see, he's giving me all kinds of technical talk for you people in the media business. How you do it? All I call it is a really crappy background shot that nobody thought about. That's my technical term for it. The all right, irony. moving on. <laughs> yeah, the I know it's like thick in that one. Moving on yeah. to, to some serious news. Sky News, folks in Australia, strikes again. Sky News has been all over the coronavirus lab leak story. We played multiple cuts. I believe they're in Australia. Um, they strike again here on this one. Folks, this story is, is irritating me because the panic porn about the Delta variant of the coronavirus is insane. It's gotten to the point now where we've reached near hysteria. Um, I believe it's fear porn. The left has enjoyed this new acquiescence by the population to the diminution of civil liberties. I mean, this is really, when you think about it, talk about a cornucopia of goodness for the left, right? The left's goal has always been for you to forfeit your freedom and liberty, your real freedom and liberty, your money, your ability to spend it, where your kids go to school. These are all real things. They're, you know, they may not be material, but they're real examples of freedom and liberty. The left has tried to get that away from you for years. They don't want you to pick your doctor. They want government health care. You get the point. So the coronavirus to them was just, I mean, you talk about manna from the skies. They're like, wait, so we can scare people with the coronavirus and all of a sudden they'll give up their right to assemble in public? We did. We weren't allowed out. They'll give up their right to practice religion. We won't let them in church. You'll give up your right to speak. They got YouTube and Facebook and Twitter banning people. This to them must have been the greatest thing ever. They don't want to give it up. Don't ever forget the sage words of Lord Acton. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Power is corrupting. The left does not want to give up the coronavirus panic porn because they can use it to take your civil liberties and flush them down the toilet bowl. We need foreign news outlets to tell the truth. The Delta variant is the new panic porn. You go to that disaster of a website, Drudge Report, and seemingly every day there's a new... Delta variant, it's going to kill us all. We're all going to die. It's insane. That's why you should use BonginoReport.com instead. Seriously, to get away from those lunatics. That's why I put it together for you uh, with Matt every day. Here's Sky News overseas. This reporter and a guest he has saying, guys, ladies, can we please collectively remove our heads from our cabooses in the media and be honest about this Delta variant? Is it serious? Of course it's serious. It's a virus. Is it killing people on the 10 to 20 times the rate, the original alpha version of the coronavirus? No, not even close. Matter of fact, the fatality rate is lower. Check this out. See, this is the latest alarmism. We're talking about the highly contagious Delta variant. Governments in Australia are loose with the truth. They ignore the facts. But isn't it true 
Craig, that the latest data from the UK shows the case fatality rate for this Delta strain amongst the unvaccinated is 0.08%, and that's without any early treatment. But the case fatality rate for the original coronavirus is 1% to 2%. So 0.08% for Delta makes it less deadly than the normal flu. Alan, the data out of the UK, and this is quite significant data, it's done on large sample sizes. So this Delta variant that we've had all these bureaucrats running around say how deadly it is now we have to lock down is something like one-tenth as deadly as the original alpha strain. That's what the data shows. Now, the case fatality rate you just mentioned there for the unvaccinated in the UK, 0.08%, which is less than the regular flu season. Well, so we're locking me... the whole place down for this yep. Delta variant, which the case fatality rate is less than the regular flu season. Yep. Now, I haven't seen one medical bureaucrat in this country Not one. refer to that very important data out from UK public health. Well, they won't, this they is won't what... do their home. They won't do their homework, and they ignore the truth. Again, folks, it's sad we have to go to overseas media outlets to get some honesty and truth, but the lab leak, Sky News is all over it. I don't know these people at Sky News. It could be total libs. I have no idea. All I know is I care about truth and facts. And what the guy just said and his guest is a fact. The fatality rate of the Delta variant, you almost have to say it with fear in your mouth, the Delta variant, is 0.08. Not 0.8, not 8.0, 0.08. And by the way, that's the case fatality rate, not the incident fatality rate, which would be far lower. Because the case fatality rate only measures measured cases. What's the difference, Dan? Well, ladies and gentlemen, many people infected with the coronavirus don't show any symptoms, never go to the doctor, and never get a test. So the number of people infected is likely higher, meaning the fatality rate is likely lower because you miss people who are infected and nothing happened. There's a great piece on this, again, in the newsletter today. Today's newsletter, please subscribe to the newsletter I have the JAMA thing with the masks I'll get to, and I got a ton of feedback on that. You got this story and the traffic shaping story. They're all, <laughs> nothing's a must read, but yeah, I can't get, I'm not here to give orders, but a highly recommended reading. Great piece in the blaze by my friend Daniel Horowitz about this. The Delta deception, new COVID variant might be less deadly. Is that headline right? Might be less deadly. Gee, did you mess with that? It's your little handy. No, he didn't mess with it. It might be less than, but that's crazy because Drudge is telling us we're all going to die every day. Here, here are some of the headlines Horowitz puts in his pieces. The headlines are screaming with panic over the impending doom of the Delta variant hitting the U.S. Here, this is CNBC, the lunatics over there. WHO says Delta's the fastest and fittest COVID variant and will pick off the most vulnerable folks, pick them off one by one. Here's another one from CBS. The highly contagious Delta variant could cause the next COVID-19 wave. This virus will still find you. It'll find, as if it's got eyeballs and is a thinking creature. Yeah, the Terminator. That's right. <laughs> it will never stop. Remember that line, the original Terminator? Was it Linda Hamilton and Michael Bean? It'll never stop. It'll find you. It has no feelings, man. Here's Bloomberg. Delta variant gains steam in under-vaccinated U.S. counties. Oh, my gosh. Horrible. Here, business insight. The Delta variant might pose the biggest threat yet to vaccinated people. Of course, none of that's actually true. And here's Dr. Fauci saying, quote, the Delta variant is the greatest threat in the U.S. 
tranquilo by saying, trying to keep a level-headed show on Friday before the weekend. Folks, this is all fear and panic porn designed to keep you scared because people who are scared are more willing to forfeit their civil liberties, period. That's the only reason. Don't take these losers seriously. Let's go to the data. I'm sure the data will be banned by Facebook and YouTube and the YouTube communists that watch my show. But here's the actual data. I thought we were doing science. The deadly Delta variant is going to kill everyone. Well, the Delta variant has a 0.1% case fatality rate out of 31,132 Delta sequence infections confirmed by investigators, according to Horowitz's piece. That's the same rate as the flu. They rounded up, by the way. That's the same rate as the flu and is much lower than the case fatality rate for the ancestral strain or any of the other corona variants. As we know, the case fatality rate is always higher than the, what I made, point I made before, is always higher than the infection fatality rate because many of the mildest and asymptomatic infections go undocumented, while confirmed cases tend to have a bias towards those that are more evidently symptomatic. Why? Because if you're sicker, you're going to go to the doctor and get a test. I know liberals find this hard, but the 0.08 fatality rate is likely an overestimate itself because it doesn't factor in cases nobody went to the doctor for. Tired of correcting these idiots all the time. My gosh, can you surgically remove your heads from your rumps, please? So we can make informed decisions? You're going to lock down over this thing again? Not here. Lock down your liberal states. We're done with you down here in Florida. We're done listening. You've lost all credibility. All right, I've got some funny video of Joy Reid coming up next who can't seem to get out of her own way. Doesn't even understand the topics she brings up on her own show. Folks, it's her show. She can control the topics. She controls the topics and still doesn't know anything about them. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. And we got Truth Time with Thomas Sowell coming up soon, too. Vincero, it's back. There's my Altitude S. My fave. This one is, I'm wearing this sucker out. This is the Altitude S blue band. I mean, excuse me, blue face, brown leather band. Vincero watches. You got to feel your best. You got to look your best. We're all getting out again, going around. Summer's coming up. You got to look sharp. That's why Vincero has watches and sunglasses that are stylish, classy, and beautiful. I guarantee you will get compliments about them. They believe you deserve to look good no matter what. Vincero is the perfect solution to your everyday style needs. Go to the office, hot date, whatever, anywhere in between. Start rocking these Vinceros. You're going to get tons of compliments. They look good. Best price, uh, high quality materials, functions great, looks are great, price is fantastic. Best of three worlds. How do you get these great watches? You'll see me wearing them all the time. Here's my other one, I have two. Here's my Chrono S right there. Look at that beauty. Head on over to VinceroCollective.com slash Bongino. Check out my favorite picks. Take advantage of my special discount while you shop. Every purchase comes with a five-year warranty automatically and a 365-day return policy. It's stress-free shopping with fair and honest prices for great watches. Vincero has over 30,000 five-star reviews. They think you deserve the best, so their team in San Diego is always available to help whatever you need. Men's Journal recently called Vincero watches beautiful, bold, classic designs. They said they're the real deal. This deal is too good to pass up. Go to VinceroCollective.com slash Bongino and use my discount code Bongino, which will be automatically applied at checkout. Seriously, guys, head on over to the website now. Get yourself a beautiful, beautiful watch. 
Support my show by buying one of these awesome watches, and don't forget to check out their sunglasses as well. Again, it's Vincero, V-I-N-C-E-R-O, collective.com, slash Bongino. Check them out today. You're going to love them. Buy mine. Altitude S, blue face, brown leather band. You'll love it. One of my faves. All right. Joy Reid, the bronze medal winner in the dopey media personality talking head Olympics. I got to tell you, she's, um. what do you think, guys? We've had, you know, a gold and silver for a while. It's been Brian Stelter and Chuck Todd. I think Joy is making some moves, though, on number two. You think so? Yeah. He's yeah. shaking his head, Joe. What working do you think? Hard Maybe, at uh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Working. She's, yeah, yeah, well said. Joe says uh, he, she's working hard. She is. She's doing a good job working hard. I almost admire her tenacity there. She wants that silver medal spot from Chuck Todd. She may be shooting for the gold. Who knows? So Joy Reid's on her show last night. And, of course, Joy Reid is trying to do her best to engage in a full-time disinformation campaign. That's what she does. She wants you to believe critical race theory isn't happening. Uh, as we play on the radio show a lot, the, these aren't the droids you're looking for technique. She's trying the Jedi mind trick on people. That even though critical race theory and its principles are being taught in schools, that's what the the fight's about. She realizes she's losing the PR fight. So what is she doing? She's engaging in a disinformation campaign to suggest, no, none of that's critical race theory. Matter of fact, anyone you even think is associated with critical race theory is not, and I'm going to prove it to you. So she has a guy on her show last night, Ibram Kendi, who's already admitted he's inspired by critical race theory. He's one of these guys who believes in white oppression and white guilt and, you know, all this other crap, white privilege and the knowledge construct of power nonsense of critical theory. So she has him on the show and she's looking to embarrass Republican Senator Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley had quoted Ibram Kendi's book. So Joy Reid apparently hasn't read Ibram Kendi's book and had him on the show last night. And this happened. Check this out. But here is Senator Josh Hawley, uh, sort of one of the worst sort of offenders here, slamming you by name. Dr. Ibram Kendi wrote this. The only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. That's right. That's what he said. Think about that for a moment. He's saying that he's opposed to equality under the law. Dr. Kendi and his followers are in no uncertain terms advocating for state-sanctioned racism. <laughs> okay, now, now, given the fact that they can't seem to quote Dr. King accurately, I'm, not, I'm just going to assume that they're misquoting you or getting the wrong context. What? Dude, hold on. This is... We have had some <laughs> epic classic moments in this show that I've had, I've had a lot of fun with, you know, poking fun at. Right. Yeah, media people. This one takes the cake. Joy Reid, who could have simply gone to a search engine, looked up the quote Josh Hawley read on the floor there. She didn't do it. It's her show, folks. She wasn't a guest. It's her show. She can't say I was surprised. There was a guest. I'm a guest on Hannity's show. I'm, I'm serious. I have no idea what Sean's going to ask ever. None of that stuff's rehearsed. The fights with Geraldo aren't rehearsed. I have no idea where that's going. Maybe she'd have an excuse. It's her show. The copy she's reading in the teleprompter is hers. So she's like, Josh Hawley said that you recommended future discrimination in your book somewhere. And they're at a court. That's not your quote, right? So Daily Wire, Ben Johnson picked this up. This article will be in the newsletter today as well. MSNBC host Joy Reid accuses Josh Hawley of misquoting Ibram X. Kendi. The problem. <laughs> it was a real quote. That's. 
let's go to the actual quote, which sounds suspiciously exactly like the quote in Ibram X. Kendi's book. He says, unfortunately for MSNBC and Joy Reid, Senator Hawley quoted Kendi accurately. On page 19 of Kendi's book, How to Be Anti-Racist, Kendi wrote, it's going to sound familiar, folks, because you legit just heard it, what, 15 seconds ago from Josh Hawley? Racial discrimination is not inherently racist. The only remedy to racist discrimination is anti-racist discrimination. The only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. That sounds awfully like what we, what we just heard from Josh Hawley. It's, it's <laughs> in the book. All they had to do, all they had to do, the programmers, is look it up. It would have, the search engine would have nailed it. How did you miss that? It's her show. It's her show. Holy Moses. As Joe just said, she may not be the silver medal winner yet in the dopey media personality Olympics, the talking head Olympics, but she is really giving it a go. She's training her. Getting stronger. Remember that? Rocky, she's yeah. training. She's running. She's like jumping over the park benches. She's she's bench pressing. That Remember Rocky's got the log on his back or something like that, running around? What's that? Well, yes, yes, keep brought up a good point. But she's doing it with three masks on. And the aliens that are going to come out in the USO report are watching this training with Joy Reid and her three masks on like, screw this place, we're out of here. U-turn, we ain't invading this joint ever. These people are far too dumb for us to invade. We are gone. It's her show. What a clown. Oh, my gosh. Is this woman ridiculous? <laughs> Stupid idiot. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. I got coming up next. Don't miss it. Thomas Sowell, I think, just had a birthday. So I've got a short one-minute clip, Truth Time with Thomas Sowell, his best cuts in a long time. This is just really good stuff. We love Thomas Sowell. He has been an intellectual lodestar for me my entire life. If you enjoy the content of my show, you only enjoy it because Thomas Sowell has inspired me. He's a legend in his own time. Got that coming up in a second. Last sponsor today, our friends at right here. What is it? X chair. Listen, can your office chair give you a massage while you're sitting at your desk? I'll bet it can't. This one can. You just hit this button right back there. Nice. Can your office chair warm you back on cold mornings or cool you off on hot days? Mine can. Right here. Right here. Just hit the button right there. That's because I don't have any old no-name crappy office chair. I have an X chair, and we love it. It's spectacular. I've never had an office chair that looks or feels so amazing in my life. Honestly, it's so comfortable. I can sit here all day, and I do. Three hours of radio, an hour of the podcast, and the show prep. Without the chair, I'd be lost. The secrets are patented, dynamic, variable lumbar support. It offers unbelievable support for my lower back. And now they're introducing Elamax, featuring cooling, heat, and massage therapy in your chair. Imagine regulating your body temperature and getting massage therapy while sitting at your desk. X chair with Elamax delivers cooling, Heat and massage technology directly to the core, helping increase blood flow, muscle recovery, and energy, all perks that make working from home a joy. You won't believe the X-Chair difference until you feel the X-Chair difference for yourself. Get rid of that old, uncomfortable office chair you probably had forever. Trade up to an X-Chair. It's worth it. X-Chair prices are going up on July 12th for the first time in two years. So beat the price increase. Go to xchairbongino.com now. 
That's the letter X, chair, B-O-N-G-I-N-O dot com, or call 1-844-4X-CHAIR for $100 off your order. X-CHAIR has a 30-day guarantee for complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairbongino.com now and use code XWHEELS for free X-Wheel blade casters. I have them on there. xchairbongino.com. Don't wait. Sit in comfort. All right. Friday, big holiday weekend coming up. Got a few more quick stories to get to. And our hero of the week, you're going to love Vernon Jones. Just humiliating CNN, which is hilarious. But it's time for Truth Time with Thomas Sowell. You know, we love Thomas Sowell. Again, as I said, the intellectual lodestar of my life. Man changed my life. His book, Vision of the Anointed, you should all bring it to number one on Barnes & Noble, whatever. Don't buy it on Amazon. It's a great book. I'm not kidding. It changed my life. I'm not being hyperbolic. The man is a genius. He's not just an economist. He's a philosopher, whether he thinks so or not. So on BonginoReport.com, we have a Rumble page associated with that, too. We do clips, and they put together. It's about a minute 45. This one we cut to a minute for the sake of time. But uh, here's some of Thomas Sowell's just great quips over the years in honor of the man's birthday. Check this out. When Hillary Clinton said, you know, it takes a village to raise a child, uh, and someone said it takes a village idiot to believe that. <laughs> uh, you know, what they're saying is they want to come in there and tell them. You see, it's, it's part of the whole thing of third parties wanting to make decisions for which they pay no price when, they, when, when they're wrong. How much should people really worry about the balance of trade? Somewhat less than you worry about being struck by lightning. <laughs> okay. Now, when I was a, a kid, I briefly tried to play basketball. And uh, I mean, I was lucky to hit the backboard, never mind the basket, you know. <laughs> but I had ex just as much opportunity to play basketball as Michael Jordan had. You cannot measure opportunity by outcomes. May I suppose that Tom Sowell is duly impressed? Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you, you might say the road to hell is paved with Ivy League degrees. <laughs> the, folks, there's nothing like you want to watch the full clip. You can watch it on the uh, Rumble Bongino report page, which is different than rumble.com slash Bongino. We have two of them. Subscribe to both. You can see the whole clip there. But some of the genius of Thomas Sowell. The path to Hades is paved with Ivy League degrees. The trade deficit. You should worry more about being struck by lightning. I mean, the man's a genius. The man is a genius. Changed my whole life. I told Guy this morning, I wasn't kidding. I, I read his, uh, what was his thesis in college? A defense of Say's Law. Everything he's put out I've ever read. Changed my life. Real genius. Happy birthday. I hope we have him. I think he's 91. Hope we have him 10 more years. But he's getting up there in age. So thanks, Thomas Sowell. Always good on a Friday. All right, some quick stories, Hero of the Week, and then uh, we will see you all on Monday. Um, actually, Monday, there'll be no podcast on Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday. Um, so there'll be a best of on the radio program as well. So we appreciate it. The best of should be pretty good. We got some of our uh, our most fiery segments we'll be putting together in a compilation. Producer Jim's working on that with Mike now. We got to start posting Ws. Folks, this Arizona win was huge for us. The Arizona win in the Supreme Court about their voting, voting rules. They banned ballot harvesting, and they made voters vote in their own precinct. Now, the Democrats are trying to use the Voting Rights Act to say, Arizona demanding you vote in your own precinct is racist. 
Now, again, that in and of itself is racist, folks. Why? It's racist because insisting that black voters can't figure out where their voting precinct is while whites can is racist. So the fact that this case was lost at a 6-3 decision in the Supreme Court bodes very well, as you can see in this Just the News story. It'll be in my newsletter today. SCOTUS' decision on Arizona voter rules could mean big trouble for the DOJ suit against Georgia. Huge, huge trouble. As we see in the piece, Alan Dershowitz himself, who's an expert in this kind of stuff, has said, listen, the attorney general in name only, the Againo, Merrick Garland, is suing Georgia over their rules. Well, the fact that Arizona won huge in the Supreme Court 6-3, that this, quote, SCOTUS decision absolutely damages Merrick Garland's case against Georgia. Again, folks, I'm not suggesting we should not continue full steam ahead with a 2020 audit. We should. Absolutely. We need answers. But if the reason for a 2020 audit is that we suspect a lot of malfeasance due to poor voting rules, if we can fix them now, we should take a little victory lap. It's a good thing. We don't have to be depressed all the time. We do have to post some W's. It's not enough. It's not an excuse to stop anything. I'm just saying we are making some headway here. These new Arizona rules now codified. This Georgia lawsuit against their voter rules is going to go down in flames. They have no chance. It's going to go down big. I never redo stories either, but I, this one I want to throw in there before we get to the hero of the week because I got an enormous, unexpected amount of feedback on it. Matter of fact, Tucker Carlson picked up this story last night on his show as well, if you saw it. We discussed yesterday this Journal of the American Medical Association pediatric study about masks on your kids. Folks, it is not cost-free. These masks, according to this well-respected medical journal, JAMA, it's Journal of American Medical Association, are saying, this is not good. These masks have a significant downside. Your kids are inhaling their own carbon dioxide. I told you, please print this article bring it to your school boards and pass it out to everyone there and ask them to justify why they want to keep a face diaper on your kid. And if they do, I suggest you sue them because now you've informed them that there are significant medical consequences to this decision and they've ignored it. Why did I get a ton of feedback? I, I thought I was pretty clear. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe it's my fault. But people were like, I can't find the article. It's in my newsletter. Here's how you get it. I have it. I included it. I never include an article two days in a row, but I did today. You want to access the article? Let me see where I have it. Hold on before I send it out because I don't want to mess this up before the weekend. Drafts. Haven't sent the rumble. the rumble description too. Good. Okay. All yeah. right. This is my actual email that I'm going to send out in a few. It is under on my newsletter. It is the first article. It says the mask study I discussed in the show today. Okay. It's the first article. It'll be linked. You'll go right to this. How do you get the newsletter? Go to Bongino.com slash newsletter and just click subscribe. It's free. There's no cost to you to do it. We will not spam your inbox, I promise. Bongino.com slash newsletter. You will get this emailed to you. It is the first article in today's show. Guy said it's attached to the Rumble, too. That's how you get it. Or you can just go direct. If you don't want to do any of that, that's fine, too. Again, it's not about the clicks. It's about you getting this article. But it's a long title to remember. That's why I make it easy. JAMA, Experimental Assessment of Carbon Dioxide Content in Inhaled Air with or Without Face Masks in Healthy Children. Again, the piece is devastating. Look at this. From the piece, it talks about this hypercapnia, that these kids, uh, their problems can be understood as consequences of elevated carbon dioxide levels in inhaled air. We breathe in oxygen. 
We breathe out carbon dioxide. We're not supposed to reverse the process. And it says, quote, they concluded there was ample evidence for adverse effects of wearing such masks. He highlighted it right there. Print this, highlight it, give it to your school board. Sue them. Demand they provide answers. Or scientific studies saying this isn't true. They can't do it. It'll be in the newsletter today. Fight back. We have the science on our side. We're the truth tellers. All right, finally, our hero of the week. You know Vernon Jones in Georgia? This guy's a fireball, man. He's running for governor down there. Big fan of Vernon Jones. Like him a lot. So Vernon Jones is at a little presser event with Rudy Giuliani, and I believe Bernie Carrick is there. And some CNN hack starts asking him a bunch of stupid questions. And I've never seen, this is our hero of the week, Vernon Jones. I haven't seen anyone turn the tables and humiliate a CNN reporter like this since Donald Trump was running. Watch Vernon Jones turn the table on this buffoon. Check this out. Was the drop-off boxes used in 2020 elections? Was it? Was it used in the 2020 elections? Now, be as bold as you were bold to ask Rudy Giuliani question. I'm asking you now. Did, were the drop-off boxes used? Let's put the camera on him. Let's put the camera on him. I'm not saying. Now, was the drop-off boxes used? Now, now bring him around. But what press are you with? He's with CNN. Were the drop-off boxes that were used in our election? This gentleman's with CNN. He's with CNN. What's your name? This Mr. Sears. Were the drop-off boxes used? In the 2020 election and the 2021 runoff, were those drop-off boxes written to state statute? I do not know, sir. Are you open to looking to see if they were? Sir, I just asked questions. No, I'm just may asking you a question. So, was it you? No, was it? You've asked me a question already. Was it? Was it? Was it? Are you going to look into it? I just want to see. Here's here's CNN. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes everyone. Yes. Big round hero of the week. Jogi, everybody's the beautiful. He interviews the CNN guy. <laughs> has him turn the camera on the reporter and starts asking him the question. If you're in Georgia, make sure you take a look at the great Vernon Jones, man. I am really digging this guy's chili, man. Very, very well done. That's our hero of the week this week. All right, got to run. Holiday weekend coming up again. There'll be no podcast on Monday. There'll be one on Tuesday. We'll have a Bongino brief over the weekend. However, you can listen to that. Uh, there'll be a best of on Monday on the radio program. But please, we will have a brand new Fox show. We got the great Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina, a rock star, Mark Robinson on, who I promise is going to burn the house down, Don Jr. And I've got a debate. I'm going to bring up this, hey, they better be prepared, this AFFH thing. They better be ready to go on this defund the police thing with a liberal. So I'm ready to rock and roll. Don't miss the show unfiltered. Tomorrow, Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Set your DVR, watch it live. Thanks a lot, folks. I'll see you all next week. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.